Welcome back to the Masters of Recon podcast, your top automotive refinishing podcast with your hosts, Corey Kleinfeld and Ryan Brewer. Enjoy the show, everyone. Today is the first podcast that we'll be doing in a series of podcasts with RestoreFX. This show is sponsored by RestoreFX. Ryan Brewer and I both run RestoreFX Centers. And if you want to learn more about what RestoreFX is and how it works, then visit their website at RestoreFX.com. Okay. Now, today we have on the highest volume RestoreFX Center in the world. He's located in Long Island, New York. We're going to dig into his history and how he created such a successful automotive refinishing business. Welcome to the show, Michael Corderone. What's going on, guys? We got a lot to talk about today. Um, definitely hope to be, you know, of some value for people that are looking to get into the business and, you know, hopefully be able to help some people and motivate some people to see what the potential is for Restore Effects. Love it. Awesome. Some questions. What do we got? Awesome. Uh, what's up, Ryan Brewer? How's it going, man? How you doing, buddy? Great, dude. I'm excited for this, for this whole, this whole thing we're doing. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this too. So, I mean, if we're going to talk about Restore FX, right, the first thing we do is have on the highest grossing, uh, highest volume, highest grossing Restore FX center in the world, right? Because Ryan and I want to know how he did it. And we're going to record that and show it to all you guys. So, come on, I love it. You know, and <clears throat> so I brought this product into New York with my partner, Don, in 2013. And he has two successful body shops and, you know, he kind of presented this opportunity for me. I was 23 years old. I didn't really have uh, like a path per se in life yet. You know, I'm still kind of trying to find my way. He presented me this opportunity. He rolled the dice. He said, either you're going to take this off the ground or you're not, you know, <laughs> and, you know, and it, it, it's tough in the beginning and, I always said, you know, the past couple of years, once my business really started to flourish and really, you know, become what it is now, I always wish that I had somebody like me to reference or to look back to, or dude, there was so many days that I would be in my shop until eight, nine o'clock at night with two cars in the shop, just trying to, you know, figure out problems and perfect <laughs> it and, and deal with these people that you have to deal with at dealerships and, you know, so many things that, you know, we just have to teach ourselves. And, mm -hmm. you know, as we go through this process, um, it's tough in the beginning, yeah, you know, sure. even though Alex and, you know, there's, there's plenty of people to reference to help with questions, technical support, all that stuff. I mean, to really fine tune the operation and, and get it to where it runs smoothly, it takes a lot. And then it's not just learning the product. It's learning how to deal with these people at dealerships. My, my uncle, he's my uncle, partner, mentor, whatever you want to call him. He's, he's just an amazing human being. Uh, <clears throat> he doesn't let grass grow under his feet. You know, he's always looking, you know, he's always looking for something very, very smart person. And there's a product that he came across in New York just from a small vendor. It was just a little tiny one ounce bottle and you just would wipe it on a scratch and it would kind of blend in. You wouldn't see the scratch. You wouldn't see it. It, it, it would almost like just hide the scratch and it very, very smaller scale, similar to Restore Effects. I don't even know what the product is, if it's still around. I have no idea what it was. But he was like, there has to be a product that 
you could apply it to the whole vehicle and have a similar result. And have it last. And have it last. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when he got hooked up. At the time, it was clear effects in the United States. Mm-hmm. It was clear effects in the United States, restore effects internationally. Same product, just that was the way they had it branded. Um, so he bought into the product. And like I said, he presented me with the opportunity. And uh, it, it, it was tough from the beginning. You know, me not having a, a background in automotive, just learning the product. What I have in me is a lot of hustle. You know, and that that's the saying passion required is it's true. You know, it so isn't what was what was tough. I mean, I know building a business is tough, like getting like getting people to trade you money for your service is tough, but like what's what's tough about this particular business if you if you can share that? Me, I think the toughest part for me. I consider myself to be a pretty intelligent individual. So, you know, learn the product. It was difficult, but I feel that I caught on to it pretty quick. Um, me, I think the hardest part is getting into dealership heads where they see the value rather than an expense, you know? So I charge between wholesale, I charge between 300, uh, 350 and 450 for just a restore effects application. You know, my older customers, they're kind of grandfathered in at the lower rate and then newer customers, I shoot for the higher number. Um, And that was, I feel the most difficult part is getting into the dealership's heads that you're not an expense, more a useful tool. Mm -hmm. You know, what do we do at restore effects? We completely change the aesthetics of the vehicle. You know, and for me, I kind of really honed in on dealerships saying like, listen, these cars that you plan on probably wholesaling because they're not retail quality. For my $400, you could get retail money instead of wholesale money. In Louisiana, I charge 400 across the board just because in the beginning, I was kind of scared of the pay structure, right? For me, I don't know if it's just the way I sell things, but I always shoot myself in the foot in the beginning, which is probably a good or a bad thing. I don't know, because they had the, the pay structure where you can charge, you know, four, 400, 450 and then 500 or whatever for the amount of volume they were giving you. So for me, I just said, look, man, I'm going to hook you guys up and I'm going to give you all the number one. Like, this is it. It's going to be 400 bucks. I don't care how big or small the vehicle is or how tore up it is. And they kind of like that. Right. They, they respected it. And they, they kind of jumped onto the restore effects uh, pretty quickly that way. Mm. But to, to go back a little bit, Mike, when you were talking about um, the way you were selling it to the dealerships, because these dealerships have been selling cars without restore effects forever, forever right? Oh, good point. So that's a huge o- obstacle that we had to overcome to get these guys to understand we're going to change things up for you and get you to start that's selling where, cars that you aren't, right? That's exactly what I was saying. Like getting them to See the switch value. over from seeing us as an expense right. rather than a service. So that's how much a really you, hard thing to do. How much did you focus on that wholesale technique, basically? Like, hey, you know, a lot of these cars are going to wholesale, but you don't have to. Yesterday at one of my dealers, we he was like, I was trying to get this car for like a week and he like finally texted me. All right, you can do it. Um, It looks really bad, whatever. So I take it to my shop and then I go in to do the dent repair at his place the other day. 
yesterday. <clears throat> and uh, I'm like, he's like, when are you bringing that car back? I'm like, today. He's like, okay, cool. I wholesaled it. I'm like, <laughs> we're fixing it right now. But anyways, how do you focus? Did you, how much time and effort did you put into focusing on that? Like, hey, you don't have to wholesale these cars. You can keep them as retail after I'm done with it. This, see, and I don't want to confuse people or you or and jump all over the board. There's so many different things. To that's true. On. Yeah, that's true. You have to know, obviously, you have to know so many things about the <laughs> that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Me, also, a very important thing is I become friends with everybody in the dealership. You can't just have a relationship with you can't just have a relationship with the used car manager because I'm sure you guys know in California and Louisiana, it's a revolving door. You know, Corey, you can have the best month in March and then April you have a shitty month and then they kick you out the door. You know, mm. I mean, that's what it's like in New York. So that's everywhere. Yeah. And that's, that's that, the car business. I'm sure you guys have run into this problem too. It's like me in the early stages, I would have a great relationship with somebody. Ryan, I would have a great relationship with you. You would lose your job. And then I don't do any work at the store anymore. Cause right. I walk in there and they're like, okay, who are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I try to make my presence known with everybody. I, I get friends with girls in the accounting department and new car managers. And I just kind of just everybody in the, in the dealership to try to become a part of the store. Yeah. And again, not like just an expense. And I don't know. I just try to find certain things that I have in common with managers and send them lunches and, you know, just try to do things to try to make them feel like every time I walk in there, it's not just me trying to get money from them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, right. we we go back on that just from being in the PDR industry, right? It's the same thing for us. We could be the best dent guy and and give the best prices, but a week later that guy is gone, and then this guy <laughs> may have had another dent guy. He His other friend then, that he's going to say, get, yeah, we get kicked out, so we have to. And then if we are friends with everybody in the dealership, they're like, no, man, we're using uh, yeah, exactly, my dent guy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so I mean that's sale definitely sales one hundred and one for sure for anybody PDR any automotive reconditioning whether you're doing ceramic coatings details PDRs touch up restore effects that's advice for everybody one hundred percent. You two have PDR backgrounds. Yes, I love that trade. I'm horrible at it. Yeah. I try. It's difficult, man. It's very tough. Sorry. Um, no doubt about it. Okay. So let's go back. Uh, we touched a little bit on numbers. Um, so I, I, so Mike 2013, Ryan, you started your business in restore effects 2020, maybe 19, 2019. Yeah. 2019. I was 2022. Essentially. I opened up in January of 22. So I learned in the process after talking to you and all these other people, um, I'm charging between 450 and 550 because I figured I can go down, but I can't go. Yes. I figured, well, one California, I just like, I'm just going to charge more. I'm going to try to. And I figured, you know what? I can go down but I can't really go up. So if I can get the cars at this price, great. And if I could say, Hey, if we can get to five cars a week from your dealership or whatever cars a month, then I'll do it for this. And How many cars a day are you doing? One. <laughs> and it's just you or do you have? No, I don't do the work. 
Yeah. So I have, so I have an application. I have basically a guy who processes cars for me. So um, I'm doing basically one car a day. Started in January. We're at April. Took a, you know, I did free demos up and down struggles, fix it, like solving the problems. But right now I'm at one car a day. So anyways, I started my pricing higher just because um, I figured if I could get it, that's great. If I can't, then I'll say, Hey, give me five cars a month, 10 cars a month. I'll bring it down to 400 bucks, 450, even whatever. So anyways, that's where you're at. I'm curious to see on the back end of those numbers, anybody that's starting a restore effect center that I've talked to and Ryan, you would agree. And Mike, I'm sure you've talked to people too. Um, they want to know how much they charge per car. Do you have to hire people to do it? How much do you pay those people? How does it work? Et cetera. So if you could talk about kind of the, the whole process of, of numbers, you're charging 350 to 450 for wholesale and you know, how much does it cost you to process a car? How much does it cost me to process a car? Um, or what are you paying your people? Like anything like that. And Ryan, you could share too, honestly. Well, so I have nine guys that work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's I I never actually physically broke down how much it costs per car to do. Okay. Um, I have my number in my head with how much it costs me to operate in a month, um, which is pretty pretty high. It's around seventy thousand a month. Okay, share it. Okay, you know, uh, I have two shops. You know, obviously with utilities, products. Yeah. Auto body supply for gloves and sandpaper and all that stuff. Yep. It's around 70,000 a month for me to operate, give or take. Obviously, depending on how many cars I process, how many days in the month. It, my numbers work at 350. I kind of bounced around in the beginning. Okay. Break down the nine employees. What, what do you have? Applicators, detailers, preppers, drivers. What do you, what do you have? Yeah. Let me get a notepad. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's break this down for everybody. For Ryan. I see that smirk on his face. He's like, God damn it. It's, uh, it's, Yo, you got eight employees and you're doing five cars a day? Mike's I do five to, five to six cars, but one of those employees is my dent technician. He's here at the shop. We, we, we dent so, work. Now, are you doing dent, dent work. work on these cars as well? I do the dent work at the lots or one of my technicians on the road does them if we have enough time because you know the restore effects run so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have no time to do dents on them most no. of the time. So sure. we'll either catch them before or after um, we can. But I have a, my guy here does big dents. So he's here all day pushing big, you know, big stuff on retail side and uh, for the dealership stuff as well. So, OK, so Mike, break down your nine employees. Let's hear it. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm just writing it down. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> gross. I'm going to give you gross amounts. That's good. That's what we need. And I also, I have a manager, so he pretty much takes your spot, Mike, because um, I don't necessarily do a ton in restore effects as far as daily operations go because we're so busy. What um, are you charging a car? Me? I'm charging 400 flat. That's just for restore effects, obviously. That's restore effects, and we include uh, the touch-up in that as well. 
We're all going to learn some stuff here today. Yeah, this is great, man. I'm yeah, so, running my my business totally different. Monday. Yeah, and I mean that's the goal of this podcast. Honestly, um, today is specifically about restore effects and 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 how Mike's built his success. But um, this is for any automotive refinishing business. Having conversation with somebody that's a little bit ahead of you and reassessing where you are today. I mean that's 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 the point of coaching. That's the point of being involved in other groups and and just listening to podcasts so you can hear you can hear these things um and that goes just just a quick uh number just to blow some people's minds yes march 2014 (laughs) i did 7400 dollars in sales march 22 march 2022 i did 107,000. oh yeah nice restore effect sales that's nice, dude. We like that. I like it, dude. That's uh, I, uh, over 10x for sure. Yeah, it's like a 1,500% increase. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That, that's goals. We need goals. <laughs> yeah, there you go, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, okay. I don't have any hair. April 2022, I did 5,700 Restore Effects. <laughs> Let's go. We're, hey, uh, man, listen, but you're starting. Corey, you're just starting. Yep. Years? I'm four months. <laughs> okay. So that's, well, the, I was a year in and I yeah. had 7,400. Yes. So this is what I'm saying, like, which I mm. didn't really touch on in the beginning. I literally had so many nights where I was like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I? I'm like, I'm like, I'm never going to make money with this. Are you kidding me? Um, All right, break down those nine. I want to hear them. Right, so one, place. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Technically, there are 11 people that I pay. From- Ryan feels better. <clears throat> well, me and my partner, uh, you know, I'm not going to say those, but yeah. um, my main guy, I'll start with the small guys. I got two drivers. So <clears throat> I got two drivers, they're part-time. So I'm doing 13 cars a day. So that's 26 transactions, 13 deliveries, 13 pickups mm-hmm. every day. I mean, once every couple of days, maybe I'll do 12 or 11, but there's never a day that I'm not in double digits. And that's at capacity. My, my one shop fits seven and my new retail shop that I just built fits six comfortably enough to work. <clears throat> So Matt and Sal, they're part-time at 15 an hour. They're just, they're both retired. They're awesome. It's like hanging out with your grandpa and your uncle all day. We just, it's hysterical. We just laugh all day long. Oh. Um, so so they're, they're very light. Yeah. So now, I don't know if you guys have seen <clears throat> in the last week, I have been able to hire a social media girl, a full-time social media girl. So... I'm really planning on diving into that and hoping that I can really kind of pave the way with that aspect of the business, because uh, I think restore effects in general, we got to get our business known better. I feel like how much are are you doing uh, retail versus wholesale right now? That's my whole thing. I do 13 wholesale cars a day, not very many retail. I want to, I would that's, love to. That's the social that. media girl. That's why she exists. Yes. Now. Yeah. now I spoke about this with Nick um, the other day. 
he said, you know, it's the truth. Because, like me, I'm not a social media or a computer guy. I don't mm. even have my own personal Facebook or Instagram. I, I actually have something against it. I just don't like social media. But um, so, yes, that's what I'm trying to do. With mm. I hired Sarah. So Sarah... Pretty much my texts are, I have five texts, four texts that are, their gross salaries are a thousand a week. My one main guy is like 1500 a week. <clears throat> I got a kid that's working part-time. <coughs> he comes after school. He's like 250 a week. Sarah's like her, I'm paying her like 700 a week. Her, you know, that's her gross. So you're kind of doing it the same way we do it, where it's not necessarily hourly, right? You're just kind of doing like an hourly, hour, hourly salary-based um, Yeah, you know, the majority deal. of yeah. it is salary. That's what we do. Um, it works well that way from what I, you know, what I understand. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that's that's pretty good. Yeah, they're making good money. for. I mean, I'm going to go 40, $40 an hour, or excuse me, 40 hours per week. Times twenty dollars an hour is eight hundred, and you're doing a thousand to fifteen hundred, mostly a thousand. So they're they're doing well. Yeah, the, the four the four workhorses. Yeah, those are my boys. Those are my dogs. Man. They uh, <laughs> they're like a thousand a week. Yeah, that's good money though. I mean, Frankie, they're doing fine. and they've been with me for a while. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen these things. They're actually on the desk right next to me. Like the rewards that Restore Effects did. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Nice. The 10,000 hours. My boy Dylan, he's been with me since 2016. I got Frankie, he's been with me since 2017. Louie, 2019. I, I try to keep my guys happy and good. You know, <clears throat> you don't want to, Ryan, I'm sure you try to keep your guys too, because finding good help is hard. Yeah. Yeah, I got really lucky with the guys I got, um, and I treat them, you know, I treat them really well just because I know firing everybody and going backwards is not easy. It's going to start over. So especially with this, it's definitely a skill. I mean, you know, prepping vehicles, in my opinion, and I've done I've probably done 20 vehicles with my guy, not myself, but prepping vehicles, straightforward. The application, definitely not simple, not as hard as PDR, but. Not you can't learn it in a day, <laughs> right, dude? And that's I'm I'm just about to hit thirteen thousand five hundred cars that were processed from my shops. Yeah, I just hit a, I just hit a thousand and four is what I'm looking at. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. The last invoice that I made right now I'm using QuickBooks. It was twelve thousand nine hundred and sixty. So mm-hmm. I'm forty cars away from thirteen thousand on QuickBooks, <laughs> and I had another system when I first started. Yeah. Um, so that's real. I mean, that's a real breakdown right there. So we're doing like hundred, a little over a hundred thousand dollars a month. So, uh, well, month, past- I, was, I was off this month. Yeah. March I did. <clears throat> so, so far this year, January, I did 219 cars, February, 217. I did 290 in March. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> April that just passed. The last day, obviously, was yesterday, the last business day. I did 240. 240? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I've heard several concerns talking to people restore effects. Like, I don't really know if there's a market for it or how many, you know, how many cars we would do or whatever. So, it's possible. 
<laughs> the cars are there. It's possible. <laughs> Almost 300 cars in a single month. Um, that's pretty awesome. Insane. That's awesome. Um, very cool. Yeah, but it's, you know what? And I love, I said in the beginning, <clears throat> I, I got a lot of hustle in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if it's, I got to prove something to myself or others. Like I just, the type of person I'm always in two years since COVID I sold my house. I rented a house. I built a second shop. I bought another house and now I built a different shop and I'm getting rid of the other shop that I built. Like I just, I just going. That's how I am. It's, I don't, it may not necessarily be a good thing. But. Mike, how many, how many dealerships do you think you service in that? Cause you said they have thousands of dealerships in Long Island. How many do you think you service? So this is what I hate. I service like 30 a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. And just those 30 provide me the amount of cars that I need. There's so many dealerships that I don't service because I don't, don't have, have the space or the help. Well, I mean, that's that's something to be said, though, honestly, with with that, you know, for people coming out of um, pretty much any other trade that we're going to that are going to be paying attention to what we're doing, painless net repair, touch up repair, um, interior repair, any of that stuff, detailers, um, we're doing way more cars per month at a dealership. So if you have 30 dealers, let's say you 30 dealers in uh, in March, you did 290 cars. So let's say 300. That's like the highest, the highest you've done. That's 10 cars per month at a dealer. Right. Mm-hmm. on average so 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 i have i have a lot of really good stores mm-hmm. where a so remember i said about picking up details yeah okay i don't even they don't even know what cars i take that's how i have it set up with a lot of stores i yeah. just go in they have their car set up for detail and i just take cars some stores i pick up three cars without me even having to negotiate with anybody yeah but that's i mean that's that's the normal course of things like we all start everyone has done that you go in there and it's like the manager's walking with you every week like pointing out this oh no yeah no we'll let that one and then you get to a point where they're like dude if it's black take it like i don't even want to just deal with it right type of thing so Mm -hmm. but my point being on that is that when you start, if you potentially start a restore FX center, and I'm currently learning this, like, I think you can expect, you know, five to 10 cars a month, one to two cars a week from a good dealership. It's not going to be because right now with painless day repair, I go in and I'll do 35 cars a week at a dealership, you know? Um, and you're and, streamlined because they yeah. know your service. They know what they're yeah. going to get. But when we restore FX, it's definitely a lower number, right? It's not every car you're touching. Yeah. You have to prove yourself. We have mm-hmm. to prove ourselves yeah. as a service to the dealership. Yep. For sure. You know, and that's, and also restore effects, we're the highest vendors that are stopping at a dealership. Mm-hmm. Most what expensive. Do you guys charge mm-hmm. per panel on Dentwork? $80 wholesale, $100, $150? Use it, no, use it like $7,500 bucks per car. That's oh, what I'm no. saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's a lower ticket. Yeah. It's that's the thing. It's we're we're a much higher ticket yep. than the rim guy, the mm-hmm. rock tip guy, the interior the repair guy. Hundred percent. You know, and <clears throat> I know your retail dent work brings you so much more money than you know. We have to please these animals at dealerships, and it's it's difficult. I, I mean, by me, I don't know what it's like in Louisiana and in California, but New York, they are just animals. 
Oh man. man, dealership. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it, maybe a different breed, different breed of the same animal, probably. And they and might, they might talk different, but yeah. they're all the same. <laughs> one of them. Are the well, same. the car industry is the only industry where you can be a convicted felon and make a half a million dollars. <laughs> I know quite a few people. Okay, not true. Automotive refinishing business as well, dude. Let's be honest. <laughs> Come on. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, who are the managers at dealerships? They're the biggest slime balls. They're the people that are yeah. able to steal the most money from people. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's less than it used to be. I mean, I've been around dealers for 20, pretty much 20 years, my entire life since I was a teenager. So it's less than it used to be for sure. But it exists still. It exists still. No doubt about it. Oh my God. You, uh, I mean, like I said, I don't know. You guys came in. These guys. Okay. So I, I'm curious, you know, we're appealing to people, you know, outside of restore FX, potentially looking to get in. And then I want to make sure that we focus a little bit on the restore FX centers. Please tell me <clears throat> I'm currently processing one car a day. Um, so pretty impressive. I know, but how do you, Run me through a day, and maybe this will help you too, Ryan. You got 13 cars. So real quick, a minute or two, run me through a day of how how that works. Because mind you, people that are listening, all of these cars sit in the shop overnight. So you get into the shop whatever time early in the morning, 6 a.m. or whatever. Um, there's 13 cars in there that need to have potentially finished coat, maybe a little correction, that need to be go back. And just tell me, just tell me how it looks. Tell me how it looks. I think part of my success is my ability to handle the logistics Mm -hmm. of my operation. And I have it so tuned and my guys, they're so tuned. So we process from, we work from eight to five. We don't ever work late. We always get it done. We I'm, I'm not even exaggerating um, at all. Um, Mornings. Everybody kind of has their own specific job. Who's wiping wheels? Who's applying silicones and grease? Who's touching up? Who's doing glass? And I have Dominic, who I call him Dominuch. He's my little paisan. He's this little Italian guy. He's hysterical. All of your guys' names, dude, are just like, they're perfect Long Island. Like Every time he walks by me, he's like, boss, what can I do for you, boss? Boss, boss. (laughs) (laughs) He's like... I, I mean, uh, he's just incredible. I got Dylan. He's been by my side forever. He's, I just have really, really good guys that respect me and want to help everything get done properly. So the process is the same every morning. Come in, glass, wheels, tires, wipe down, look for polish spots, touch them up, get the cars out. Then my drivers come in at 930. I set runs up for my drivers so they can start moving cars around. Then what cars that need to be detailed, they get brought back into the shop. Details get done. And as details are getting finished, cars are getting fired out. Hopefully I have swaps lined up. Like I said, I have my, my stops where I just go and pick up details every day. So I have a big board in my shop of you know cars that are to be done, what cars need to be interior detailed. And that's what I'm doing all day. I'm, I don't touch... Now, at this point, I don't touch anything on a vehicle anymore. Yeah. My whole... You can't. No. My whole day is just putting people in place for doing what they have to do. Um, like I said, it's I set runs up for my drivers. 
Dylan. He's like my main head manager, who's incredible. He's on the ball. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you back on track real quick. Eight to five, eight a.m. Come in, glass wheels, tires, touch up, finish it up. Drivers at nine thirty. They're doing swaps. They're and doing so swaps. You get your first Restore FX car into your shop to start on it at. 10. Generally at 9:30, that's when my four guys start on the interior details. Okay. Okay. Break is at 10:30. 10:30 to 11 is break. Usually by 11:30 we start washing cars outside to bring them into the shop. And when I say wash, I power wash wheels, motors, jams, get the cars stripped. Usually we start processing for the restore effects is around 12 p.m. That's when the day starts. That's wow. when the first time we hit sandpaper on a car. And do a 13. <laughs> okay. So I have two shops, right? So yeah. from 12 to 3, cars are getting sanded. Now, mind you, in the shop, I have a lot of techs that are moving. There's Frankie, Louie, Marlon, Dylan, Dominic. Five guys. Okay. <clears throat> I got my drivers, Sal and Matt. They're running around. Sarah, she's in here doing social media. Me, I'm making sure everybody's doing what they got to do. So from 12 to 3, cars are getting sanded. Do you guys have the steam machine, the steam cleaner, or no? Nope. We need to know about that. Yeah. If you look on my uh, some of my recent posts that the girl made on uh, on my Instagram, you'll see it in use. It's for the exterior, like steam in the exterior of the vehicle. So like when you sand with the DA, all the white juice that gets in between the cracks, it's an awesome machine. I mean, it's oh, versus, wow. versus like an air compressor. Well, we use air. You got to If you guys have your phones out, just look at my my most recent video. It's an okay. awesome, awesome, awesome machine. All right. But no, anyway, no. So pretty much it only takes my guys like two and a half hours to sand the vehicles. Yeah. And then we steam, blow them out, tape them. Then I have the kid Josh comes in, the young kid from high school. We start prepping for the application around three o'clock. So I have two shops. So my main shop in the front, I have six cars already in taped that are ready to, this is by three o'clock. They're already in ready taped. So we just need the prep solution and to apply the clear. Mm -hmm. So at 345, I'm starting to apply clear. Okay, in the six cars in my first shop, the remaining seven cars in my back shop, which is literally behind this wall, <clears throat> they're still sanding cars and steaming them and getting them ready for the clear to be applied, restore effects to be applied. And it's kind of just has a, I have it just a perfectly funneled in that it yeah. just the day ends at 4.45. And then at 4.45, five o'clock, we always get the colors ready for the touch-ups for the next day. So that's one part of the morning that, you know, one part of the morning that we get to cut out and it's just, everybody's on board with the system and it works. And so is every, is everybody applying all of your guys? Four people apply. Four people apply to 13 cars in two hours. I have three, three of people who apply. We start, we start applying, we start prepping at three. We, I start applying at 345. 3.45 to 5. Wow. Four, pe four people do 13 cars in an hour? Hour and 15 minutes. Wow. Do they use two hands at once? Like, <laughs> Damn, do, okay. Do 13,000 cars, man. It's just a system. <laughs> yeah, I guess, for real. <laughs> okay. What about who's, awesome. uh, who, 
do you have somebody walk in your lots to find these vehicles? How are you getting them? That's me. Okay, cool. The manager. But I read it. Okay, so <clears throat> Corey, you were yes. saying how you were trying to get a car from somebody for a week. Yeah. I and I was there. Yeah, for many yeah, years for sure, dude. You, <clears throat> I was in your position, your shoes in 2013. Mm-hmm. Same exact. And I told you there was many days where I said <laughs> to myself, "What? Excuse my language. What am I doing? I, yeah, I thought you know, it. like." <laughs> so anyway, I I focus on getting the work set up. I orchestrate what's going on in the shop, and I make sure that the work is there for my guys to have. Um. I weeded out people like that, like where I would, if it's taking me more than five, 10 minutes to sell a job for a customer, I don't even go there. Yeah. I don't, you know, cause you'll find as you go on, you're going to find the customer sales is, <clears throat> there's always going to be 20% of people that love you. Yeah. 20% of people that you have to fight for the work. And then there's 60% of people that just want nothing to do with you. It's just, yep. it's just how it's going to happen. You know, so my 20% handles the majority of my 13 cars of the day. So, you know, when I'm, I'm speaking of my demographic, so those are the people that I have to invest time to really get the jobs. I try to avoid for sure. So when my really, really busy stores slow down that other small group where I have to kind of put in work, those are kind of who I focus on. But all in all, at the end of the day, I'm really always processing, like I told you. The um, How many, random thought, Brian, I'm curious for you too. How many of these, let's say the, the you're doing, let's say you're doing 30 dealerships consistently. How many of those are f- like franchise dealers, Toyota, Ford, Honda, whatever, versus, um, I guess you could call it a B lot or a wholesale lot or a Brock lot or whatever. How, what's the mix there? Let me print a report. I'll show you what I did last year. I can't even I can't even get those B lot guys to to spend money on this stuff. They just Mm -hmm. sell, they're selling it like it is. They don't fix dents, they don't do no type of definitely an interesting market. Yeah, definitely an interesting market that we're into for sure. And maybe it's always been that way. But um, yeah, I do think that's that's interesting. So, real quick while Mike's running out doing that, um, give me a one. That's okay. One minute rundown, Ryan, of what your of what your day looks like, and maybe you need to start getting some more systems in place. I don't know, but what's well, your? What's your... It's it's actually similar to okay. Mike's. We just don't do the uh, interior repairs. So right. uh, their break their break time is they come in. All the cars are ready as far as to get the finish coat and mm-hmm. to correct anything. The guys are doing that. My porters are actually at at work at nine o'clock. And they're already going to get the cars because we don't always have one for ones to go drop off and pick up. Right. So those right. guys are those guys actually walk the lots for me, and I think that may that we're starting to see some problems with that. And yeah, I, your your manager might have to do that now. Yeah, we're well. I sent my manager off with them to start that, but again, mm-hmm. Mikey, that's the thing. I think that we need to ask Mike that question: is that not all of us business owners are going to be that guy that, that wants to go into a dealership and sell themselves and do those things. So I think just for the guys out there, it's, there's definitely a solution to it because there's guys like Mike that are willing to work for you that you're going to have to pay some good money to, I'm sure, but they're going to take that headache of you having to go to a dealership and create relationships for you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that would be a, that would be a shop manager, though. I mean, that's the that would be the role. Like it. Yeah, but you gotta like, choose the right one. I don't. I agree. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm, 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 I'm making it sound like it's easy, but I have trust issues, so I. <laughs> Well, that's the next. Step, that's your next step as a business owner. If you're going to get into the retail space and go from 13 cars a day to 26, the trust issues, trust issues have to go away at some point. Yeah, but I feel like for me, I'm the best person to get the work out of all my. I love all my guys, and Dylan, yeah. he's incredible, and he's, mm-hmm. he's. But like the core relationship of Restore Effects with the dealership is with me. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't trust. All right. I don't trust just sending somebody like Dylan, Dom, my. Other workers, they don't speak English. They speak Spanish. So I can't mm. send them into dealerships. Yes. But um, the two Americans that I have working for me, Dylan and Dom, I just, they don't, I'm not going to say they're not capable because everybody's yeah, yeah. capable. Of not as good though, but you got, you got your role though. That's your role and you're phenomenal at it. Great. Um, That's awesome. So I printed out my report from April, uh, which I did 85k this month in restore effect sales. Mm-hmm. 85, 175. My top four customers is a Chevy store, a Ford store, a Nissan store, and a different Ford store. I did 5,200 in retail sales. Um, and then I just have a couple little stores like where they just give me a couple. Yeah. A month. The majority of those stores are when people call us, you know, yeah. which I wish more people called, but obviously yeah. they don't want to spend the money unless we're in their face. Ryan, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's the same for you, right? Yeah, same thing for us. We yeah. don't actually do the, the little B-lots because uh, I've done free demos for those guys and they, they, they took the free money, <laughs> left with it and sold like the best looking Nissan Altima, you know. <laughs> so you don't... Had. See, you don't do wholesale lots, the little... Well, that's why I want to... I'm curious, Mike. You see, you said those are the top four, but do you do them? How many of those lots do you do? Yeah, hold on. Half? I mean, you know, we don't need exact... I mean, give us exact. Uh, hold on. I'm just... I'm writing yeah. it down right now. I mean, you would do them, right, Ryan? They, they, they don't want to use you. It's not that you're like, I don't do them. See, yeah, those, I don't, but I don't again, so those B lots, those are the wholesale cars. Those guys get those cars from new car stores that don't want to resell those cars. Truth. What we have started to do, and I got the dealership managers to understand this because I wound up doing a couple free ones for those guys, but they were like, oh, we don't want to do that car because we're going to send it to the auction. Or we're going to wholesale it. I said, look, man, let me take that car, bring it back tomorrow. And let's see how much more money you're going to get out of it, whether it's from the auction or from the wholesalers. And I had some guys getting thousands of dollars more than what they were ever getting from an auction. So now they're starting to think differently. They're like, man, I'm sending this to the auction. Can you have it back by this date? And it actually gives us a lot of lead time because they're only auctioning cars off at a certain certain times of the month so they're like look just as long as you get that car back by this date we're good with it and they're starting to see more money it's just a different way for them to make different revenue which is they're liking it it is so. cool it is also such a weird time in the industry with mm-hmm. the lack of inventory yeah it is weird yeah some of them are like yeah man we're getting the money anyway so we don't need to put money into it exactly like, oh, and that's whatever. that's kind of but then also for me where i'm at a lot of stores are keeping cars that they normally wouldn't because mm. of the lack of mm-hmm. inventory. So, yeah. yeah, it's like a <clears throat> double-edged blade for sure. Okay, so kind of wrapping up, you know, towards the end of the show here, but um, 
Brian, if you want anything else, but I want to, I kind of want to hear about this uh, new center that you built um, and kind of how, why more retail and how you plan on, on doing that, finding it, is it going to replace your, is it going to replace some wholesale or, or what's your, what's your thoughts on the retail side? So Nick and Alex have been to my shop a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, in the last year, they each came on separate occasions. So obviously you can't, you just see a wall behind me, but I'm in my new shop right now. Mm -hmm. There's a building directly behind me where I have two shops in currently. Um, so last year I took on my second shop for the first time. Okay. And it was kind of like a pilot to see if I could fill it up. Cause my one shop, I was, put into capacity nine cars, like squeezing them in. So I rented another shop to see if I would have the workflow. I did have the workflow. Now the two shops behind me, they're hidden. It's almost like an industrial, mm -hmm. it's not on a road. You can't, when you're driving down Park Avenue, that's the street that I'm off of. You can't see my shop. I have a little restore effect sign on the side of the building, but nobody would ever be like, Oh, what's that? Let me pull in here and see what these people are doing. Right, so right. my shop that I'm in now it's on a main road, little East neck road, which 11,000 people pass a day. So today, actually I'm having the whole storefront done restore effects. They designed it for me where it's going to show exactly what we do, you know, and they made, they did an awesome job designing the front and I'm very, very excited. Um, so now I'm seen my shop is seen. So you know, me and my partner, we spent a decent amount of money to make the shop nice. Uh, it's like beautiful state of the art, you know, drop ceiling, air conditioning. We epoxy the floors. It's really, really sharp looking. I put a lift in. So when I'm working on lower cars, I can raise them up, you know, Corvettes, stuff like that. I want to try to break into the Highline market. Where I am in New York, there's a couple of guys that really have cornered the market where they're doing Expel, Ceramic Coat paint correction and their packages are like six, 7,000. Mm -hmm. My partner, every time he buys one of his vehicles, he gets this done. Um, you know, he did it to his Lamborghini where he yeah. put expel, expel on it and ceramic and all that stuff. So <clears throat> I'm trying to go after these guys with the restore effects price point and clear effects price point, which is a little bit less, but it's for, maybe the people that don't have as much money as some of the people do in Long Island. I mean, right down the block from my shop, the taxes on homes are over a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is literally, they call it the rock block peninsula Avenue, like rock. one house, one house on the block, the tax, the property taxes is $140,000 a year just to be eligible to live on that plot of land. I mean, it's, it's crazy, you know, but um, hopefully I'm going to try to really break into the retail market. Uh, where can we, where can we follow you, dude, on that on Instagram? Score I suppose. effects and why. Okay. Easy. Let me do that right now. So it's safe to say, Mike, you have no regrets with opening up or starting over store effects. Absolutely not. I guess that's a, like something we can kind of touch with, with, I guess, if we're wrapping it up. I mean, I had, there was times where I had doubts. There was so many times where I don't know if I doubted myself or the business or whatever and no not anything away from restore effects, but it is possible. Dude, and that's I said this last year, Nick, uh, he 
brought this guy Adamo and they were awesome. And they like kind of filmed it's on YouTube. Yeah. So Long Island success story. I was 26. So this was six years ago and I'm three years into the game. And my daughter was just born and I had a crib in my bedroom. I just broke up an engagement with her mother, <clears throat> the business I was doing like three, four cars a day. And it wasn't profitable. I was only paying myself $500 a week. And the, just the way I, I, I had probably four employees, five employees and we were doing three cars a day. And I'm saying to myself, I either have to, put my nose to the grindstone and hustle and make this work, or I got to find another way to provide to my daughter. And it just gave me the motivation to really, really hustle and, and blow this thing up. And from that point on, it's just been a snowball, you know, and I'm at capacity right now with my 13 cars a day. And I said this to you guys, if I had more space, more guys, I would be processing more vehicles. Now, so I'm working with what I got. So my plan is to just blow up the retail aspect of it, you know, and, and just some insights on my page, which I'm talking to Nick and Alex about um, in one week of posting. Okay. From April 23rd to April 29th, 18,500 people viewed my page. Wow. Now <clears throat> this is from, the girl, Sarah, that I have working for me, she was semi-famous on TikTok. She had 100,000 followers until her account got banned. But she's just very, very knowledgeable. Me, I barely know how to get onto a Zoom call. That's why it took me uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it took me 15 minutes to get on you. Hey, but you know what, dude? You're playing to your strength, which is exactly. managing a store and going and making right. relationships with dealerships. That's what you do. Yeah. So that's why since forever my last post prior to her post was in may 28th 2018 <laughs> nice so from may 28th i made two one post in april 27 2021 that was when i was awarded the highest volume center for the first time and then they just presented that award to me again but then other than that i mean i haven't posted in two years basically but dude that like honestly this this was awesome if you if you're wanting to start a restore effect center or have a restore effect center like the depth it's gonna take the depth you went into on numbers though i think is fantastic because these are questions that ryan and i get asked uh it was weekly for me now it's a little bit less but um Every single every week for a long time, people were calling me, asking me all these exact questions. And this is a phenomenal example. So thank you for being open enough to share all that stuff with us. I think that's huge. Um, and thanks for figuring out how to get on the Zoom call and recording this thing with us. It was tough, man. <laughs> we're gonna we're we're gonna have to do a follow-up at some point down the road yeah. after after six, six, nine, 12 months um sure. uh, with this with this retail stuff and really see because again, you're now you're gonna go back into the into the spot of being you wish you had somebody to show you what is possible oh, so- for retail. <laughs> You know, and I was, and again, I, I know you, we got to wrap this up over here, but I was talking to Nick. I was like, listen, I've, I've proven New York to be, you know, a, a wholesale powerhouse, you know? And so like now I have my, my systems in place 
that the wholesale operation is good. With the, you know, the amount of work that I have, I'm able to now pay somebody to just handle the social media aspect. So me, I feel like in that aspect, I'm starting all over again. This is yeah. like my no, my new chapter. Yeah. My new chapter with Restore Effects. I've, I've proven myself in the wholesale industry. And now I want to try to build something for the retail industry and the social. We have such an aesthetically pleasing product. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible that, you know, it definitely has such a wow factor that it's going to blow up on social media, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I want to really, really find what systems work for Alex and Nick to really help, yeah. to really help do that. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see, man. Go And again, guys follow at restore effects NY to check at it out. At the end of the day, it's nothing good comes easy. It's going to take uh-huh. hustle you know, to build your business or your center that you're going to start, but it is possible. It's yeah, we have, possible. we have some centers out there or some guys that me and Corey know personally that have bought into restore effects and it's some dead guys, obviously. And these guys are on that struggle train right now, right? If you're on the struggle train, we constantly tell you guys to support me. Not only, not only restore effects gives you great support on being able to start and run this restore effects, mm-hmm. uh, but we do as well, man. I, I think every restore effects guy that I know is doing well is an open book. They're, they're willing to take phone calls. They're willing to talk to us. Oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. I think that that's but the struggle train. That. The struggle train is real. It is. Yeah, yeah. Real. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's real. It's definitely real. Well, that's awesome, dude. I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, hopefully um, we can meet one of these days, me to get a restore effects meetup of some sort happening. But uh, before, well, before COVID, we, uh, there was a couple of meetings that we have done over the years oh, cool. nice. so before COVID, but I, I'm sick and tired of hearing the COVID experience. I, so am I. Uh-huh. We're on the same page. The other day, I needed something from the bank, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's taking a little longer because of COVID. I'm like, like nah. Can we just stop? Like, what the <laughs> um, All right. Are we wrapped up? Yeah, yeah, man. Good deal. I appreciate it. Um, again, Restore Effects NY on, on Instagram. That's probably the best way to follow him. Um, check out the Long Island Success Story on the Restore Effects YouTube page or YouTube channel. And um, thanks again, Mike. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Later, guys. See you, Mike. Later. Nice meeting you guys. Thank you for listening to the Masters of Recon podcast. If you got any value from the show, then please subscribe and share the show to your favorite social media platform.